Greetings, everyone. I'm excited to welcome Loris Rootkiss, co-founder and CEO at Swatsi. Loris, welcome to the show. Hey, thank you. Hi, everyone. Uh, happy to be here. Great to have you here. So looking forward to the discussion. So let's dive right in. Tell us a little bit about your background. Sure. I am a logistics engineer. I actually, after high school, went to study in uh, Netherlands. Netherlands is seen in Europe as a logistics epicenter. So I knew I need to get there to get the proper education. So yeah, graduated as logistics engineer directly after university. I was lucky to join Merskline, the com container shipping company, and which gave really, really great first experience in, in the real business world and directly at such a large scale. So ended up spending almost three years then. And then right before the COVID wave came, right, we decided to move back to, to Latvia. And that's how I ended up in the postal industry. I joined a company called DPD. It's a quite big career post company here in Europe. I spent also almost two years there until I got headhunted to one of the mo my most exciting experiences until I founded Swatsi at Printful which is still Latvian, the only unicorn company, which is basically print-on-demand company helping other e-commerces to sell their merchandise. And I was responsible for the last mile logistics. And that's actually where I started to see that there are a lot of problems in the industry. A lot of companies are struggling. Small companies don't have fair advantages. And that's how I decided to actually start Swatsi. And, and here we are a bit more than one year later. I love that great background and just the experience at say the like a big company like Maersk and then working at you know others you know logistics companies are you know in that field. I love that. And so did, so you talked about the last mile logistics at that last company. So is that where you got the experience and the idea to start Swatsi? Yeah, I, I think in the background I had really great opportunity to be part of the postal company, to see actually the operational side and what are maybe the tricky parts there and where there are also some gaps and then see the other side, which is already like company shipping those packages. And then I clearly could see what is missing there, right? And how both of the sides can actually improve the processes and help other companies uh, on the way as well. And, and as you said, yeah, that's exactly the moment where I understood that, hey, there is a great gap in the industry and let's try to, to see if we can actually leverage that. Yeah, I love that. So yeah, let's talk about Swatsi. Tell us what products or services Swatsi offers. Yeah, so we are last mile shipping software. We basically enable companies currently already of all size to send their packages to the receivers in more efficient way. So basically what we do, we ensure all the technical work we integrate with many different postal companies. And we are also account holders. So our customers can just register to our platform and within five minutes start sending the shipments. And you know, the great benefit of that is that usually it takes between one and three months just to build relationship and start shipping with one carrier because you need to go through the contract negotiations. You need to, to get the trade you really want to get and, and then you need to start implement it. You need to test it. So it's very not only time consuming, but resource consuming process, right? And what we actually manage to do that currently our customers just within five minutes are able to ship out their first shipment. 
and we act as a, a account holders and that also helps us to really support those small and medium-sized businesses because we build up the volume consolidating all of them together so we increase our negotiating power a bit more towards the carriers and for carriers it's interesting to work with us because you know how it goes with the small companies they might ship 10 packages and ask 20 questions and that's again not really great for them so they really don't mind that we actually take this small and medium-sized companies consolidate them and be just one point of contact also for them and that's how we actually have managed to to grow for a couple of months quite uh, rapidly and companies really see the benefits of that and uh, yeah that, that's really actually great oh, that's great and tell us what type of customers are you working with is it you know, retail storefronts? Is it e-commerce? Is it anybody who needs to ship a package? Basically, we currently work B2B, so mainly with the companies. And it can be anyone who just needs to send anything. It can be business which is sending documents all over the world. It can be e-commerce business who are sending their products to their customers. So basically, we serve quite wide customer range. And the interesting part was also that my theory was that we will be able really to help only those small and medium-sized businesses. But what we see now, that actually there is quite big interest also from the large companies. And currently in our customer base, we have companies which are sending one, two shipments per month up to companies which start to send already thousands. And that is very great because we understood that actually not only the price is dictating it, but being able to provide them all the technical groundwork so they can already you know, choose between different carriers and avoid the struggles of integrating themselves. And they really prefer that. And, uh, you know, it's especially, it's great to have two, three, four carriers in your portfolio, because if for one carrier, there are some issues, you can swiftly switch to another one. And uh, that's where we see we add a lot of value also to, to the larger enterprises. And could this be shipments like shipping clothes to shipping large items that need to be on a container ship or you know any type of shipping or, you know carriers currently we are really focusing on the postal shipments so packages okay. usually are up to 30 kilograms in in weight that is our sweet spot we see more and more customers are inquiring also about uh, shipping pallets and uh, that's something what we start to explore should we also you know extend our offering to that or just keep on sticking with the postal shipments. Yeah, right. Do we stay with that niche or do we now start to expand? Yeah, Always that yeah. that founder question. So exactly. and you mentioned and you mentioned something a really important time to value. You know, so you said within five minutes they can send their first shipment. So if they register an account, sign up. So you're saying it's just that simple then they can they can start shipping, you know, within their first 30 minutes and start using your product. Yeah, that, that is correct. And for me, as I was a manager of logistics, I went through those struggles again and again. And, and you see great opportunity and you just want to implement new carrier. And then it ends up in IT backlog. Then you need to wait a couple of months. And, and now what actually we are able to do by just integrating once with us, we start provide different uh, solutions, different opportunities. And then already logistics managers they are able actually to go and change those settings by themselves. So they don't need to involve IT team and they can really, you know, speed up things when they want to open up new market, for example. 
tell me about the customers that you're after. Are you looking for anyone who ships any type of good? Tell us a little bit about your ideal customer profile. Yeah, so we currently actually are focusing on just the postal shipments. Uh, so basically shipments up to 30 kilograms in, in weight uh, that we see we can add the most value currently. And our really ideal customer is already company which have started to grow, uh, which are sending at least a couple of hundreds of shipments per month. And we can really add them value because that's the moment where they need to connect uh, another carrier, multi-carrier shipment setup so they can start to reach new markets and, and explore different opportunities. And uh, however, at, at the beginning, we thought, you know, we will be able to add the most value just to the small and medium-sized companies. But now what we see actually large enterprises uh, are also very interested. And for us, it's really great because they help us to get the volume up for contracts as well. And, and we really can then add more value to those medium, large customers as well. And, you know, the, the great part is that also large companies see the advantage of having ability to quickly switch to new solutions. They don't need to integrate them. They don't need to go through this long process and they can just instantly start shipping to the new market. Okay, that's great. I love that. So now let's, when did you found Swatsi? What year did you found Swatsi? It was 31st of August, 2022. Okay, so 2022, so still relatively young. And then tell us about your current team size. Currently, we are 10 people, which is actually very great. And, and of course, the recent in investment helped us to, to build now team quicker. As I said, we, we were founded on 31st of August, right? But at that time, we were just three co-founders starting this as a, a side hustle, right? So we all had full-time jobs. We were just building in the evenings. And actually, for the first half of year, there was basically no progress at all. Right. And that's actually when we got the initial investment of 90K and that helped us just, you know, to quit the jobs, start focusing on this full time. And from there, it really started to, to take off. And less than three months, we got the product ready. We launched it in mid-summer and now it's uh, already our third operational month. Oh, that's great. I love that. And then anything you want to share around your ARR range or revenue range? Currently, we are aiming to hit in October 15K revenue. Okay. Okay, great. So 15K MRR. But, 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 but I think, you know, what is really important to mention that maybe the number doesn't sound too great, but it, it really starts to pick up. And now we see month-on-month basis, we are growing like 200%. So that 15K is turning quite quickly into more revenue. And, and we actually are expecting in December to sit hit already 60k so, okay uh, yeah that's great yeah i love that yeah everyone starts from zero right so you got to start yeah, somewhere exactly, exactly. and but and but, you know yeah. that was also a very important part because since we attracted investment before the product launch before any revenue like everyone really starts to feel the pressure of okay now we need to deliver right but sometimes actually and also what we did we actually took a bit more time to take a step back and see, okay, what we really need to do to get the product decent, not really like MVP type buggy, but what already your customers can use. And, and then the beginning was, of course, slower, but now we see really, you know, that coming back in our favor. 
Okay. Yeah, that's great. And tell us a little bit about your go-to-market motion. You know, you mentioned you're targeting B2B, which is a very large market. So, so tell us a little bit how you're about how you're landing customers. Yeah. So currently we have been very successful on uh, PR and just actually utilizing uh, free of charge media sources like LinkedIn, Facebook, Instagram. And that actually resulted now in up to like three companies per day signing up, you know, and a lot of VC actually coming inbound. And, uh, but of course we are not expecting to, to go that way, right? So we actually just now built our strategy as well. So what we plan to do is start with uh, cold outreaches. We saw that works very well because we can all, again target already customers we want to target and that helps to keep the cost down. And then once they come in our website, Ideally, they directly register, but if they don't register, we can capture them and start retargeting with Google ads or meta ads. And in that way, we see the results are actually quite impressive with a very, very low budget. So we basically don't waste, you know, just setting up ads and, you know, trying to get those customers in. But we decided that we want to go quality over quantity approach. and, And we see that really works for us now. Okay. Yeah, I love that. So starting with a little PR, get as much free media exposure as possible, social media, then now cold outreach. And let's talk a little bit about your fundraising journey so far. So it looks like you raised a pre-seed round of 500,000. And in what currency was that in? That was in euros. Euros. Okay. So 500,000 euros. And Tell us about the thought process around that, you know, because you mentioned, all right, we started as a side hustle and then we went full time. So tell us a little bit about the sequence of that fundraise and, and, and like what triggered that, that capital raise? Yeah, definitely. I, I think the initial round, the initial investment was purely made into the team. We actually are a team of three and all of us had relevant background either in startups or in IT or process management. And, you know, already from that beginning, we looked very trustworthy, right? And especially at that stage, what we also learned from investors that early, no one is really investing in the product, right? They are investing in the people they trust can build the product they are talking about. And I think what really helped is my enthusiasm about the idea because I really, from the day when I got this idea, I believe it will be the greatest one. And and I talk with people in that way. I I talk like I already know that it is there, right? And I think it really gave a lot of confidence also for those early investors. And after that, we actually went through three-month accelerator program as well. And I think that was great experience because the accelerator was set in a way that they had a lot of mentors from different industries and we got a chance to talk with the industry experts and just talking with those people you know the strategy started to clarify we knew what we need to do initially what are the next steps required and and we managed to actually move quite quickly and even before we launched our product we kind of already validated it with many customers with many different sizes of the customers and you know it's also how we got to the second investment just within three months. And, you know, you can still do a lot of things without having product. You can do a research, you can talk with your partners, with the customers, really get the thing going. And once you see there is commitment from actually those companies, 
it's easier to raise around because you can validate that, okay, now I really need the money because this and this many companies are waiting and we just now need to execute. And, and that's actually how it worked for us. And when you raised the pre-seed round, where was your product at that point in time? Did you have a product? Were you just, you know, have a mock-up? Was it just a presentation to investors? Tell us where the product was when you raised that pre-seed round. The, the product was already quite decent MVP. It did the functionality. We had first customers testing it already, which was very useful to get that early feedback so we can improve and adjust things. So, so yeah, it was just like early MVP product, which kind of could have been launched even if we wouldn't attract the investment. That was the initial plan. You now build a bit more scrappy product. But then, as I said, then we decided, you no, know, let's take, take a step back. Let's do refactoring. Let's improve the code. Let's improve the functionality and then launch it already decent. So, yeah, that, that, that's how okay. it worked for us. Okay, that's great. And tell us, you know, at this stage in your company's life, do you have a favorite number or metric that you look, you know, that you're focused on, you know, and I don't know in your business, you know, if it's the number of shipping transactions, shipping volume, but do you have a number of metric that you like to look at right now? I, I like to look on month-on-month increase on shipments, month-on-month increase on the revenue and net cash burn. Those basically are the things which we want to keep intact. And I can walk you through why those three uh, metrics, month-on-month improvement, because we want steadily to move forward, right? So we need to ensure that step-by-step we are actually getting there and we are climbing up. And from that perspective, uh, as many great minds have said that steady, slow progress is the fastest progress because you take it one step at a time, but you continue moving forward. And number of shipment, because you know, we want to also see how the shipments are reverting in revenue. So what, how we actually see how much from one shipment we are earning and how much we can optimize that in future as well. And uh, the net cash burn, of course, uh, as for VC funded company, we have runway, right? So we need to ensure that we are intact with the runway, that we don't start burning money too fast and don't end up in unfavorable position. Yeah, I love that. I love those metrics and appreciate that insight. And so, Loris, really appreciate your time and sharing your insight. And as we wrap up here, what's coming up next for Swatsi that's new and exciting? Yeah, so we are actually starting to to work already on our seed round that relatively soon. But we see that, you know, that month on month growth and figuring out what works in the sales playbook for us really helps us now to move forward faster. And now with economical downturn everyone is becoming more cost cautious and everyone wants to save a bit right so it's very perfect time for us to go out there and sell so now actually we really look to to scale up the operations and extend our presence in multiple european countries yeah that's great and and actually where where are your customers located right now is it mostly you know regional yeah currently they are regional and we are present in baltics and now after new year, we are expanding to expand further in the Europe. Okay. Okay. Makes a lot of sense. So Loris, yeah, really appreciate your time today, sharing your experience. And if listeners would like to learn more about Swatsi, where should we send them online? Of course, they can visit our website, www.swatsi.com. And you can learn uh, more there. 
All right. Well, appreciate your time. Yeah, love the insight and the experience. And if you'd like to learn more about Swatsy, check them out at swotzy.com to learn more. And Loris, again, thanks for your time today. Yeah, thank you. I appreciate it. It was a very pleasant talk. Thank you. Thanks.